This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This, this is It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati with Lindsey Patterson and Mike Santagata. We are back on It's Always Game Day in Cincinnati. We want to talk everything offseason, but first I have to ask, how you doing, Mike? I'm doing pretty good. I love the weather. You know, summer's great. I, I love heat. It rained a lot the past couple of days though so i don't love that but um i don't know summer's my favorite uh season probably probably not yours it's it seems like I'm not a, a super girl. popular falls yeah, yeah i'm a fall girl fall I gets too cold too quick that's my issue yes i agree with that i was born in august um, so I've always kind of wish I had a birthday that was in September. Cause when you're a kid, you always miss your birthday during school when you're born in August, if you were born before the start date. So I'm a little partial to let's get to fall. I love the fall. I love football. I love the weather, but I agree with you. It does get cold too soon in the fall. Yeah. I feel like there's like September is a really good month mm-hmm. by October. The high is like 45 some days. I don't like that. Also, as somebody who had my birthday sometimes at school, usually around Easter time, so not always mm-hmm. overrated. I I would rather not have to go to school on my birthday than have people like half-heartedly wish me a happy birthday. I mean, <laughs> got announced on the announcements once before. I skipped mm-hmm. it in high school. I just didn't go to one day. I was like, I'm not going, man. We didn't. Get, I obviously wasn't on the announcement. Uh, I blame my parents. Uh, I was born in the summer. But uh, but yeah, we're here. We're in the summer break for the Cincinnati Bengals. And one of the things we're going to try and do between now and training camp, which it's crazy to think about because July is going to be on Saturday. So we're almost there. We'll get down to the weeks of training camp hype and which player's in his best shape of his life, what the offensive line's going to look like. All of them. Maybe con- contract extensions. There's gonna be players you haven't heard of. They're in the best shape of their life. We when we get we are going to have fun with that. The week before training camp, we're gonna come up with all of the sayings that we're gonna hear. Maybe we'll connect them to players who we're gonna hear it about. Chris Evans Throw is working out a wide receiver. It's gonna be absolutely insane. So maybe we'll have a little fun with that when we get closer to training camp. But right now, I said, you know, let's do Tuesdays. Let's do a little player profile. It doesn't have to be the most popular player on the team. It could be a new guy, one we don't talk about enough. And I felt like we were getting a lot of questions last week about Herb Smith Jr. And listening to the coordinators, Brian Callahan, talk about him, I've just been really impressed with what he was able to do in the offseason program with this offense, that early connection with Joe Burrow. As we've mentioned before, tight ends really see success with Joe Burrow if they can get that healthy year in. So maybe Irv Smith will see that and that connection's there. I want to talk everything Irv Smith. I'm going to let you drive. Okay. Um, I will start this with 
who had more yards, Hayden Hurst or CJ Uzama in the last two years? Like which one for the Bengals had more yards? CJ Uzama? He did. Yeah. 493. Uh, and he had Close. more touchdowns. But that is also what the bar is for <laughs> what, uh, you know, the Bengals are get tight ends paid. They get uh, they make, you know, these guys look better. It's less than 500 yards. It's five touchdowns is the peak. So <laughs> uh, let's let's slow the horse a little bit because there's just so many mouths to feed and you're not going to get to any of the tight ends that they've had before you get to Tyler Boyd. And you're probably not going to probably not going to get to them before you get mixing his touches. So you're looking at like the fifth guy in the in the cycle here. Um <laughs> Pecking order. I was thinking that. Jeez, the fifth guy in the pecking order. Uh, so they're they're not going to end up. They might be talented enough for a seven hundred yard season, seven touchdown type thing. Um, maybe even in some situations they could go for double digit touchdowns. But there's just so many mouths to feed, right? Because Jamar Chase is going to get probably at least be on pace when he's healthy for somewhere around fifteen hundred yards. And T Higgins at least 1200 and Tyler Boyd is going to push for a thousand. And well, now you're already at 3,700 yards and how many more does Burrow throw? Plenty of those are going to go to the running back. Some goes to tight end. Some will go to Charlie Jones. Some will go to Trent Irwin. Some of those will go to the backup running backs. Uh, it's just, there's a lot. So when we're talking statistically, what do we think Irv Smith can do? Do you think that he does better worse or about the same like where do you think he falls statistically this year where do you think he will fall between Hurst and Uzama they both were in between four and five hundred yards do you think that's where Smurf Smith Smith ends up okay I will say this about him just because his build is different more of a receiver mm-hmm. type that I would say and if he can stay healthy I always feel like you have to add that asterisk and, and no offense to Irv Smith but I always just feel like that connection's there um so far early in his NFL career he's, he's missed say- um I mean you're fully valid here he's missed an entire season uh and then he missed nine games last year so I would probably say because we're going around the range of what Hayden Hurst CJ Zama where they were able to do over the last few years I would say he could get close to 600. Around the 600. We'll say with Hurst, uh, missed games, missed four games. So Hurst may have been able to push past. He had more yards per game than Uzama. So he might have been able to push past 500. Um, There was some, there was some, some drops. (laughs) Big Big ones. (laughs) You mean from the next guys, next guys up? I mean, I mean, from, I mean, Hayden Hurst could have had a few more yards oh, okay. in the AIDS game. Oh, well, I mean, yeah. When you make the – I'll never forget because I made the plus $10,000 bet that Hayden Hurst scores the first touchdown and he dropped it. Oh. Um, it was part of a parlay that was never going to hit. Not worried about it. Nothing. <laughs> uh, I'm not bitter about the AFC championship game at all. You know, we're looking forward. You have Irv Smith Jr. But uh, tell me a little more about him because – I think the next thing people make a connection with is, can he block? Blocking, blocking, can he block? Is it going to help this offense? And can Irv Smith Jr. block? So I think it's interesting because he tries, and that is something that a never sounds great, but it is what it is. I mean, can he block like Rob Gronkowski? No. And I think I've heard, even seen some people say, like, he's a good blocking tight end. Like, I, oh, man, 
I don't know if I'd go that far <laughs> because the issue is just he's a little small. And when he gives effort, he doesn't have the great length and he has the want to, but just not the body to make all these blocks. He, these blocks I'm talking about right now are blocks on defensive ends. Um, you know, maybe big outside linebackers and, a, and an odd three, four front. So basically defensive linemen that the tackle blocks, that's something that Rob Gronkowski, but even guys like Nick Boyle and Mercedes Lewis have made a, a living on being able to block those guys and basically be an offensive tackle. Irv, he's not an extra offensive lineman. He's good. I think you can use him well blocking. I think he does a lot of a lot or at least some stuff well blocking. What I mean by that is I think he does a good job when he is blocking in space because he's a good athlete and he does a good job tracking the linebackers, safeties, corners, whoever at the second level in space. A lot of guys miss that. That's one of the biggest parts, especially offensive linemen will miss that because they're not super shifty athletic. So they get a little move put on them and they completely whiff the block. Irv usually doesn't whiff that block. So he'll at least get on them. I think he does a good job sustaining and driving in space as well. When he's bigger than a guy, he exerts his will because he has a want to, to try to drive these guys. Um, eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Overall, does that make him a great blocking tight end? Probably not because the Bengals are going to ask him to block those defensive ends sometimes, and I think it's going to show up. I think once in a while you're just going to see like, yeah, I mean, he tried, but that TJ Watt's too good or uh, – it could even be like doesn't have to go TJ Watt level like Odafe Owe just beat him and you just gotta live with that sometimes uh, because these tight ends they're gonna block ends on t- sometimes that's just every NFL scheme has that happen that you don't always get the offensive tackle on the end depends on the run you're giving where you want your double team etc. But if you want to put him out lead blocking on a screen or you want to put him lead blocking on a toss play or something like that, I think he does a good job. And if you want to put him in the slot and have him block corners, great. I think that works out well too. But he's going to be asked, and I don't know how often, I don't think he will never succeed in blocking a defensive end. I just think that's an area that he won't consistently win at, even though he's going to give you good effort. And it did also feel... Love the interview Locked on Bengals, friends of the show, did with uh, Brian Callahan. And it did seem like Brian was kind of saying something like, you know, there's extra offensive tackle types, but they're not, you know, really receivers. And you really just want a guy that's going to try hard. And Irv does that, which is all true. It's just temper. It's off season. So expectations, I assume, are through the roof with everybody. Yeah. 
yeah, just temper a little bit, just temper a little bit and just say like, you know, he's not going to win every block, but that's okay because he's going to add a lot of value as a tight end and a big slot receiver moving around, getting on mismatches. And he can add value blocking when he gets on guys in space, what he does on ends. If he gets a successful block there, gravy, that's just gravy on top of the mashed potato meat pie of Irv Smith. When you think of just past history with tight ends, we, we talked about CJ Zama, you look at Hayden Hurst. How would you compare Irv Smith Jr. to past history of types of tight ends that the Cincinnati Bengals have had? I mean, is he an upgrade over CJ and Hayden? You um, Upgrade? Because I think Uzama was the best blocker of the trio. I think he actually mm-hmm. added some value there because and he also had to kind of that's how he stayed on the team early on. Really, it was he was a fifth round pick that was athletic, and he learned how to block. That's why he's on the Jets. That's why he's on the Jets. That's right. They didn't bring in uh, Tyler Conklin to block. Uh, so when they need a guy, they use Uzama. It is also a dumb, interesting trend that I have noticed: is CJ Uzama is six foot six, Hayden Hurst is six foot four, and Irv Smith is six foot two. So they keep going down two inches on the tight end. <laughs> not as tall as Trent Irwin <laughs> yeah Trent Irwin's taller um Irv is the first one that is smaller too but because uh, Hayden Hurst was dense he was 260 Uzama was 260 and Irv is about 240 so that is where the blocking part comes in is just he's 6'2 240 20 years ago he's probably a wide receiver but he's a good tight end now but it's just once in a while it's gonna show up uh I don't know if I can say better. I think he's by far the most unique, though. I think he's mm-hmm. unique for an NFL tight end, not just for a Bengals tight end. There's not a lot of six foot two, 240-pound guys playing tight end. A, because they usually want someone taller. So that comes into play with some of the traditional tight end stuff you see. Is he going to be a monster on seam balls over the middle? I'm not sure because we haven't really seen it. He's not a great contested catch guy. And he's not super tall to just high point and moss over those linebackers could actually see T Higgins in that spot, maybe a little bit more than you do Irv who knows, but what can he do that other tenants can't, he could actually be a vertical threat. I think that's something we always want from tight ends, but it's kind of rare and he can actually do it. Although he did drop. I feel like I always have to preface with the <laughs> national television, Monday night football. He did drop the one time he got wide open. <laughs> No, let's talk about that part too. He was able to beat his guy, run deep, wide open down the field, but he did drop it. Uh, Would have been like a 70-yard touchdown, but you could throw bombs to him. That's something that's just, you didn't really see that with Hurst, and I can only remember a couple with Uzama even, and those were long developing, you know, type plays. So best, I temper my expectations with that. I think he could be especially as a pass catcher because he's so unique. I think he's the best route runner of the trio. I think he's the one that you could use the best as a receiver. He's just not like your traditional tight end. He's kind of unique and interesting. And I think that's kind of my favorite part about everything is just how do they use a guy that's this unique type build at tight end? They clearly wanted him and they went out and got him in free agency. This wasn't just a, an accidental type thing or a late round draft pick, throw a flyer on them. They like him. So what is the idea on usage there? Is that something because we saw in the AFC championship game, 
with Boyd out, where you go double double, is that something where you couldn't push the field with Hurst? Although he didn't catch that nice uh, about what fifteen yard out route uh, to keep the drive alive on like third and twelve. Third yeah, that was huge. Yeah. But could Irv actually get an explosive out of that? I think that would be the exciting thing. Can you get a twenty plus yard gainer because they're putting a linebacker on your tight end that moves really well? So. I'm interested to see. I think Irv to me is just really interesting. Hurst wasn't as interesting last year because it felt a little bit like, yeah, he's he's a solid tight end. Uh, he's athletic, but they don't really. He's never really been a guy that you can push down the field stuff with. He had, I think, his lowest average depth of target, so they weren't throwing the ball very far down the field. With Irv, I almost expect the opposite. Is are they going to push it a little bit with him? And they're going to use him in traditional tight end stick, tight end quick out type stuff, but. Are they also are they also going to push it down the field? Then I think that's going to be the most interesting part because that could make or break whether he is the best tight end in the past three years or whether he's just kind of you know four hundred to five hundred yards out of here and get an okay deal somewhere else. I mean, whatever helps them win the games. That's all that matters with, with Irv Smith Jr. If you can stay healthy, go get your bag at the end of the season. Um, but for him, when you're on the field at the same time as T. Higgins, mm-hmm. Tyler Boyd, Jamar Chase, you're you're going to get the ball more than likely. Uh, so I think that's going to be really fun to see with this offense. And if you haven't listened to it already, highly recommend going to the Locked On Bengals podcast. You can hear the interview with Brian Kelly, and he talks about the offense. And it really just feels like his excitement. And, and I know he was on with Lap, too. I listened that podcast and he just seems so pumped about what this offense is going to be and it's crazy to think we've watched over the last few years and thought wow they could still do more and we'll see how Irv Smith really impacts the offense and hopefully he can stay healthy um but every week again leading up to training camp we're going to do a little player profile on different guys we'll throw it out on social media and you guys can let us know who you want to hear from next next we're going to talk about another new guy Orlando Brown next on it's always game day in Cincinnati